Welcome to Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 60. I'm your host, Terry, and your co-host, Malcolm, here. Hey, guys. What's going on? So, in today's episode, we're discussing about being a salesperson versus being a trainer and whether or not... is. Uh, we're laughing because I fucked this up so many times already. <laughs> but, um... Difference between the two and why you should focus more on being a trainer in comparison to being a salesperson. Mm-hmm. So, this is for people who are becoming trainers and want to improve their sales and want to improve their business and want to obtain more clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we'll give some advice with our experience as being trainers and you know how we go about trying to, I guess you could say, quote unquote, sell someone sure, yeah. whenever uh, you're in an assessment with that individual. Mm-hmm. So I hope this helped for people who are trainers or people who are inspiring to become trainers and they need some advice. So let's get started. First, talking about, I guess, the difference between the two because... I think there's a huge difference when it comes to being a salesperson, being a trainer. Yeah. Um, I feel like when you're a trainer, you're gonna actually care about the person's value, care about what the person needs to, has to say, and really trying to tackle a problem and solve that problem for that individual. But when you're being a salesperson, you just care about selling that specific thing that you need to sell in order to make money. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's more about uh, when you're selling as a as a salesman, you're more caring about um, the product rather than the person in front of you mm-hmm. um, you know so like the salesman doesn't really ask you about like your goals or what do you want to achieve or what do you want they're more of talking about what this product is going to do or what it's going to do for you not necessarily even still like that's a tool but you if you don't apply it to what the person wants or what the person needs right. then it becomes uh, kind of you know redundant in a way you kind of want to match what the product does versus what they want and have it come together so so you can make it feel genuine you can make them feel like they're cared about you know what i mean you don't want to sit there and just talk about the product the product the product you know like mm-hmm. this car has you know this much horsepower and this much you know uh, torque or whatever but then right, this person right. like, i just want a honda you know i don't want yeah, yeah. i don't want this i don't want this powerful car you know right. you always have to relate it to their goals at the end of the day at the end of the day like what exactly do they want coming you know when they come to you you know right and you did say about being genuine. I think that's a that's a big thing that a lot of new trainers, even myself, when I first got into this field, mm-hmm. like working in a corporate facility like two years ago, mm-hmm. I was taught that like you know you got to do this, A, B, C. You pick one of the paths. If, <laughs> if they give you a question, if they give you a rebuttal, yeah. it's either A, B, or C. Like yeah, you yeah. pick one of your options. Sure. Yeah. So then, like when I first started doing all these assessments, I started to like trying to make the sale for that individual it's just like I just felt like a robot you know mm-hmm. I didn't feel like a, I was actually being a trainer and trying to provide some type of value and solve the issue right. instead I was just nervous about saying the numbers mm-hmm. that's on the how much it costs and how much you need to pay for it and asking them if they like to train or not yeah. so being genuine I think is the this would be the number one place you should start at mm-hmm. when you're trying to make a sale with an individual especially when it comes to personal training because it's all about them it's never about you mm-hmm. like Everything they say, it's important. So you should like take that into consideration and really try to think of a solution for their problem. Mm-hmm. Because they're coming to you for help. They're coming to you asking you these questions, asking you how can I lose weight, asking you how can I you know, get back to being better shape. So they're asking you all these questions and it's your job to really be their problem solver. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why they're paying you all this money in order to solve their problem. Right. But if all you care about is... It's just, oh, you should just buy a higher package because uh, <laughs> that's what you need. You need three yeah. times a week. So I think that's just the wrong way to go about it. Mm-hmm. It's like there's so many times I could count, you know, like more more than on my fingers, where I've told a client that 
you don't need to train me three times a week. You could train me one or two times a week. Mm-hmm. And maybe the third or fourth day, you could just, you know, uh, work on a program that I give you mm-hmm. or do something on your own, take some classes. Right. Uh, because of the situation, whether they be in financially or I personally just recommend that they shouldn't even train with me three, four times a week because they might be an individual that already knows enough mm-hmm. where I don't need to see them that frequently. Right. More so, they just need me to be there to keep them accountable. Mm-hmm. So that's when it, I think when it comes down to being genuine, that's when it really comes down to, for you as a trainer, like, are you there to give them what they need and really um, what they're asking for? Yeah. Or are you there to just say like, oh, you buy the highest package mm-hmm. and that's what you need? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it's, there's like a little bit of like a, a fine line because they say like, you know, like if they pick anything other than four times a week, then that's the wrong decision. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, you have somebody who, you know, who just, like you said, just needs that accountability, just needs someone there for them, you know, for once a week, you know, uh, just needs that little bit of accountability, just little, that little extra push. Mm. You know, like you said, they don't need that. They don't need that baby and that guidance with you all the time. Right. You know, obviously it's going to help you have more money, but at the end of it, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. So if what they need is just that a little bit of account- accountability, then right. that's what you give them, you know. It's not mm-hmm. a, like it's not about you trying to make more money all the time, you know. You're right, and it's a good example is like us. Like if we're looking for a coach mm-hmm. or looking for a trainer, we don't need to see them four times yeah, a week. Yeah, right? we don't need to see them. Us seeing them four times a week is just ridiculous. Yeah, like we don't need that. Like we we could just hire someone online, which I do have someone right now mm-hmm. who who does my programming online, and I just need that person to keep me accountable and really to uh, keep me focused on reaching towards my goal mm-hmm. right? it's not really about that person showing me how to do certain exercises and stuff right. like that right. like for newer individuals I think if you're if you're a trainer and you get someone who's newer and a beginner in working out and they're coming through the doors and they're asking you what is your advice um, in terms of how many times a week should I see you because I get that a lot people mm-hmm. ask me you know what is your best advice in terms of seeing results how many times do I need to see you mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll be honest with them wherever the fitness level is at that's, that's what I'll tell them sure yeah. like if they're a beginner of course I'm gonna say three four times a week because mm-hmm. you know movement it's all about practicing if you practice more the better you get at it and it uh, and it's a skill that you gotta learn mm-hmm. um, we'll get into that in probably another podcast talking about it being a skill mm-hmm. so the more they practice the more they gotta learn so them seeing me more frequently is gonna benefit them sure. but like you said if someone is already fit or knows what they're doing like us you know maybe one to two times a week with me is, is more than enough and then i just program for the rest of the the workouts yeah yeah like even once a month there's there's times where i've um i've told yeah. clients yeah, yeah, yeah you can see me once a month mm-hmm. and i had no shame saying that because i was coming off being genuine mm-hmm. and coming from a place where i'm not trying to actually sell you on just more session or see me two times or three times a week even mm-hmm. when you're telling me that oh you can only do once a month and I'm just I just keep telling you no you need to see me two times a week like yeah, yeah. you per, you personally as a trainer you gonna feel better just saying that because mm-hmm. like deep inside you gonna you gonna feel like you're being honest mm-hmm. you're being genuine and you're really trying to help this person instead right. of just being an asshole yeah. trying to say like oh three times a week is four times a week come on let's just keep bumping it up come on <laughs> yeah I mean ideally you know I mean you I guess some people you want to train more often yeah. But if you don't need to, there's no there's no reason to like. There's some people who there's some people who can just 
gather things so fast that you can explain it to them one time and then from there they just they just get it you know mm -hmm. and so you spending that hour with them or however long you you're with them is like it's really just them doing them doing the whole workout you know you're, right you're, you're just there like you're just standing all right there. three sets done okay cool yeah, yeah, like no. you don't even check the form because you know it's good <laughs> you know it's good yeah you know so it's, good, yeah. it's a waste it's almost a waste of an hour in a right. way you know for, mm -hmm. for them at least yeah so yeah you have to just be honest if they're if they're someone who's more well more advanced and just well off you know they just need that little bit of accountability um you know like we we were in a, uh, I think we were in vitamin shop one day. I don't remember what the lady said to you as far as like the supplement goes. So we're, so yes, this is a good example of like a person being a salesperson and and a person that actually care, cares mm -hmm. and is a salesperson at the same time. Like there's good salespeople, good salespeople who isn't all about selling and actually care about their customers. Mm -hmm. They will ask you certain things. They actually care about your situation before they actually provide a, uh, like a solution or sale in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like I hate those sales people who just come up and just say like buy this, buy this, buy this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even I haven't said a word. <laughs> then you tell me to buy something. So this is what happened. We were in vitamin shop. I bought a protein powder, and this late the first thing this lady said was, "Well, you like to put this uh, on a monthly subscription so you could get it delivered to your house." And mm -hmm. I was like, uh, "No, I live here close by." Mm -hmm. She's like, "Well, if you're always buying this protein powder, don't you think you should uh, you know put on a monthly subscription?" Mm -hmm. And then. Once again, I said, I'm trying this protein out first. Let me try it out first, yeah. and I'll decide if I want to buy a monthly subscription. Mm -hmm. Then she, then she thinks like I'm that I thought that she was trying to sell me, which she was mm -hmm. apparently, because she's like, well, I'm not trying to sell on you, but you know, I'm just trying to help you save money. Well, that wouldn't be the first thing you said to me <laughs> if, you, if you if you weren't trying to sell to me. Right, yeah, like, yeah. You want to say, oh, would you like to do this monthly subscription thing? Like first of all, you should ask. You should get to know the person. Like, hey, do you always buy that protein exactly. powder? Yeah. By the way, yeah. um, you know, do you like that flavor? I see you always buying that protein powder. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe if she remembers my name, because I'm there often too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, ask for my name, and then maybe bring up the monthly subscription thing, and you know, then you have a chance, better chance of actually getting that person or getting me to actually subscribe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember. I was gonna go subscribe anyway. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, no, it's, it's, if you're in a scenario like that, like. You you really gotta understand the person before you actually try to try to just sell something. Yeah, know? I mean, like like you said though, you in particular you don't really uh, apply to that because you live so close. Right. You know, so it's like why. And that should have been the end of the conversation. <laughs> she would have just she should have just said, okay, um, but you know, I just want to let you know you saved this much amount, blah blah. Mm -hmm. and if you like, um, you know, we're always here with that promotion or whatever, right. and you know, if you need anything, just let me know. Yeah, that's something simple like that. And that should have been that, you know, yeah. but but. You know, she just kept going and going, and it's like, you know, you should have stopped a long time ago. Right. You know? Yeah, so that's being a salesperson, yeah. right? That's our example of being a salesperson and someone that's just trying to get you to pay for something because they're going to get some benefit. Mm -hmm. You know, they could get a return. Um, one thing I want to give for trainers out there as well, like, even if the person doesn't buy anything, try to leave off on a good note and try to provide some type of value or something for that, uh, that individual. That person might not be your client today, but yeah. six months from now, they might be your client. Right. So always leaving off on a good note. Never going to the assessment uh, with the intention of them paying for your training. Right. I think that's the main thing. Like when I first started, I was mainly just going there and say like, oh, I got to make the sale. I got to make the sale. Mm -hmm. But now I go in there and just, and just say like, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. That's the first thing I say. Like, I don't even ask about their medical history. I just say, how can I help you? Yeah. Like, 
you're here obviously for an assessment so there's some goals that you're trying to accomplish so let me see if I can help you and I think that's the best way to approach it if you're a new trainer instead of just having the assumption that this person is gonna buy mm -hmm. like I hate when people just go into something asking for asking for an individual in order to benefit themselves but they have yet to even provide anything for the individual mm -hmm. like they haven't provide any value they haven't provide any type of advice mm -hmm. and they just want something in return yeah they say like uh, when you get done with the assessment you just you shouldn't leave them empty-handed you know no I don't think you should <clears throat> yeah it's you have to leave them with something to think about and something just to, to value that you know to, to show that you have some value to you mm -hmm. you know you have to just have them like okay like here's like um, you know what your macros are every single day um, right. you know this is a, something for you in particular this is for you this is how we can get to your goals as far as like nutrition goes right or know? even like a sample workout you mm -hmm. know you you provide a three days a week sample workout mm -hmm. you know like that's not gonna take you long to create yeah. like a generic sample workout that's that's gonna help them achieve their goals but at the same time isn't too specific mm -hmm. where you, you feel like you're giving away everything but it, to be honest you should be giving away everything that you know like everything that you know is not special like yeah. I hate the fact that when some trainers go in there they think like oh I, I shouldn't give away my program I shouldn't give away my right. um, my secrets mm -hmm. my, the way I train my clients like it's fucking online <laughs> everything is online you, you're not a wizard you're not <laughs> you're not a guru or anything everything is online everything yeah. you know I can find online yeah yeah yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I remember a guy, he said that um, when he would give people, this is, you know, this is like not uh, a tactic I would, you know, necessarily use. Right. Um, but he was saying that, you know, whenever he'd give his client, you know, a work a workout uh, on their own, mm -hmm. like people who said, I don't want to share with you, but can I right. give a free workout? Yeah. He would give it to him, but he would give it to him a way where it wasn't generic. He would give them like, what do you mean? Uh, like uh, abbreviations of like of like certain exercises, like you know. No, here you go. I don't know. You gotta figure it out yourself. Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. So, oh, SPDs. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? Oh, squat, bench, deadlift. Yeah, okay. yeah. You know, like uh, OHP or overhead yeah, press, yeah, yeah, or yeah. put percentages on there. Make make it look really oh, yeah, complicated. Right, you, right, know? Right. Um, you can obviously do that if you want to as a trainer, but at the same time, um, you like how are you helping that person? Yeah, you're not like, really helping them at the end of the day. You know, like if if you actually provided something valuable to that person like a simple workout mm -hmm. and they and they start doing it twice a week and they start seeing some good results even if they don't train with you they could talk good about you like oh i actually got this simple plan from you know uh from john mm -hmm. and i uh, actually helped out and you know he's a he's actually a great trainer he knows right. what he's doing right yeah you know yeah and they must leave there with, with something tangible that you can just take and take with them and then you know apply it to what their goals are and if they want to continue then you that's better for you, but right, like you're not the one to decide whether or not they they need a trainer or not. They will decide. Mm -hmm. Like, I, that that's what ticks me off too. Like when a trainer goes in there and say like, and we mentioned this earlier, like someone who will only train, let's say one time a week, and you're forcing them to train three times a week. Right. Like you're not the fucking yeah. You're the professional, but you're not gonna decide on what they want to do. Yeah. You know, it's their decision at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you could provide them the best recommendation, of course. Yeah, maybe three times a week, three three times a week is the best recommendation but one time a week is all they could do yeah and let's just start off there and that's fine right it's yeah. better than doing nothing yeah it's uh it's interesting because you know if you go inside of like a, a best buy you know like i always say like you know i always say oh we know we're salesmen we're salesmen mm -hmm. we're all salesmen yeah they say trans are salesmen, but i'm like we're not we're not salesmen you know no, like no. if you think about it like a salesman is somebody if you go into best buy 
trying to buy a TV and you come out with a with a brand new car, that's exactly. a salesman. Right, you know right. what I mean? That's, right, a, right. that's someone who sold you on something that you weren't even thinking about. Mm. But if you walk into an assessment with a trainer, mm. in your eyes, in your thought process, you th- you're thinking, I need help in training. Right. So in their mind, they already know they need help. You know, right. and your job is just show the value of what it, what it is. You know, like right. if they value what you have, then yeah. they'll do it. You know? Yeah, and then for some trainers, you're going to run into people who just don't want to be there. They're just doing it for... Let's say a promotion going mm-hmm. on. So we have this promotion in our facility where, you know, you do your assessment, you get your money back, mm-hmm. right? So some people will just take advantage of that and just do the assessment for the sake of doing it. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it's understandable. Well, yeah, why not? I would do it too if I want my money back. Mm-hmm. Like even if I'm not looking to train, sure. Mm-hmm. But like it, that's when you as a trainer is, is there to provide value, right? Like even though they don't want to train, how can you help them make their day better or make their what they're doing right now just a little bit better right yeah. even it's like 0.01% how can you make it just a little bit better right yeah. whatever value you could bring just try to bring as much value as you can sure like even if they don't train like it doesn't matter if they don't train they'll train eventually they'll train eventually or they'll find someone for you to train eventually or mm-hmm. or like it's like we said they'll talk good about you and they'll spread good words for you mm-hmm. yeah 100% definitely mm-hmm. hit, hit the nail on the head with that one yeah and uh yeah that's that's what we recommend in terms of people who are looking to become trainers and people who are you know seeing this job as a sales job like yes it is a sales job but at the same time just focus more on the training right like if you get your training down packed and you provide good service you don't need to sell mm-hmm. like people come to you i think that's at the end of the day people come to you like, yeah come to like you. think about all those top trainers like i'm i'm sure none of them just go out there and say like hey you should come train with me by the way blah blah, blah. like people see that people see that people yeah. already see the the results that they provided or the results that they gave for their clients mm-hmm. they already see all that yeah. and they it's, just go up there and say like i want to train yeah it's, it's, it speaks for them themselves yeah like trainers like eric cressy known for shoulder known for getting baseball athletes ready for their season mm-hmm. or getting them to professional level right like no one's a he's not gonna go out there and say like hey uh, baseball trainer uh no baseball player yeah you should come here yeah, to yeah. eric cressy no like everyone goes to eric cressy because he knows because he provides so much value and and, and he knows his stuff mm-hmm. and i think that's what trainers should focus on more instead of focusing on like uh, what are the best sales tactics yeah, i yeah. can use to to get more clients yeah the tools you can use but they're not they sh- you shouldn't be in the room only focus on that as a tool you should really just focus on right them and what's important to them and how can you help them yeah man i think a lot of people try to just find like tactics or like ways they could improve on this sales, which there are mm-hmm. like there's probably certain things you could say that will change their mind but at the end of the day if you care enough and you actually show that you're genuine mm-hmm. that should already be enough in terms of tactics yeah and getting that person to buy and purchase mm-hmm. from you. Right, yeah. yeah. You just go you just go above and beyond, you know. Like uh, Another thing you can do as well is, like, if the session is over and they said to you, you know, like, I, I have trouble, you know, I, I have trouble with eating because I, um, what was it that Jared, we talked to Jared in that one episode, he said that he went out and he found the healthiest meals on... Uh, on yeah, Jared Hamilton. Yeah, he found yeah. the healthiest meals yep. on his client's uh, website. I mean, uh, no, no. clients, clients, uh, so his client's a truck favorite. person, right? Yeah. I think was, he was a truck driver yeah. and he's always on the go. So yes. he found the healthiest place that he can eat in terms of restaurants, fast yeah. food he joints. Found, he found the the best food at every, always favorite, favorite restaurants. Yep. He has seven favorite restaurants. 
and he found the healthiest meal on, on, on the menu at each, each of those places. Right, like, he didn't have to do that. Yeah, he he could have just that. said, like, go yeah. to this restaurant. Yeah, or, like, free. go choose a, choose a better restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. something like that. He didn't have to go right. out of his way to do that extra stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think as trainers, we should be doing that more and more mm-hmm. if you want your business to grow. Right, yeah. That's free information you just gave like, right there. I think you want to think about more as a long-term instead of a short-term thing. Because mm-hmm. a lot of trainers, they, they're going to, like, Oh, I sell 12 sessions. I get this much money right away. But right. instead, even if you don't sell that 12 sessions, it's all about long-term mm-hmm. success. Like, you don't sell this person today, you know, six months from now, they might come back to you and say, like, hey, I actually need some help. Yeah. My workout was not working. Yeah. You're actually right. What you said was correct. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's start training. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so just think long-term how you can build your business. Like, we're not here to give you advice on you could say the right words to get your clients right now mm-hmm. but what we're giving is advice that you could bring with you in the long term yeah just is, build your business in the long term there is no magic word there's no like no there's key no magic wizard word, word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's nothing to say yeah. just, Alakazam in my 12 sessions hypnosis so some hypnosis over there they end up buying 12 sessions right there you know and they train four times a week yeah, you know, yeah. we all like the black perfect world you know be able to do that but that's not real Mm-hmm. it's not alright so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh, I think that was like 30 minutes right so, yeah, yeah just about alright uh, and if you have any questions or comments uh, like we said before just send us a message on the Instagram page also comment down below on the YouTube channel as well if you have any questions and we'll respond to you and anything like you'd like to hear from us in terms of uh, podcast episodes and what you'd like to hear from us uh, give us some suggestions. We could use that as well, and we could create more content for you guys. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode.